Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, nutrition and health coach, inspired and very passionate about helping people to learn how to use nutrition as a tool to improve every single aspect of our lives. Nutrition is powerful. Food is what we are made of. Guys, today we are talking about productivity again uh, and nutrition, and I'd like you to think with me about two um, facts or factors that when it comes to productivity and nutrition, they are related, and you don't think about that very often. I'm talking about overeating and productivity and how they are related. And again, we don't talk that much about it these days. You know, we talk about obesity or how um, not uh, good eating habits and all these products and processed foods, how they affect our health, our heart health, you know, diabetes, blood sugar, uh, dementia, Alzheimer, uh, inflammation, all kinds of gut problems. We talk a lot about that, but we forget that food, nutrition, how we eat, daily it affects our productivity every single day i want to, i want you to think about the fact that digestion of food and thinking um mentally demanding cognitive tasks they are both very demanding energy wise and nutrient wise and blood supply wise very two demanding processes in the body digestion of food and our mental processes. And the body cannot do both at the same time um, very effectively. Meaning, if you had a heavy meal, a big heavy meal, you know you're not going to be mentally as sharp as you could be. And you know why? Because blood circulation goes towards your digestive system to obviously digest the food, process it, absorb all the nutrients, eliminate the stuff that is not needed. And the bigger the meal, the poorer the combination of the foods, uh, the more uh, energy and resources it requires from your body to digest that meal, the less resource at, resources at the moment can be available to your brain. And you know that already um, after you know Thanksgiving is coming out. But any big meal, you know you have it and you're not as mentally sharp. You can't do any um, productive work that requires a lot of, again, uh, a lot of thinking, creativity, focus, it's just not going to happen, right? You know that after having a meal, it's not going to happen. That's why probably um, a lot of you prefer to either fast or have very light meals uh, when you know you need to work harder with your head, right? So this is the first thing, your eating habits. Um, if you overeat all the time, it's going to affect your productivity. And yeah, you know, if you have a bigger meal uh, at dinner, let's say, it might you might not need to work after dinner, but your sleep going to be affected and your recovery going to be affected. And the next morning, you're not going to be as sharp as well. So how we eat, it affects a lot our productivity. The next thing, you know, you might think, uh, well, I overeat, yeah, I gained a little bit of weight, but it doesn't matter for my brain. It doesn't matter for my work. It does. 
um, the wider your waistline, the smaller your brain. They actually did correlational research. So basically, they compared the uh, weight of a person to their uh, brain, uh, either gray matter or uh, total volume of the brain. And it's direct correlation. You know, the wider our waistlines, the smaller our brain volume. And the smaller our brain volume, the worse it works. And the worse ideas we have, the less capacity we have to work on mentally demanding projects for prolonged periods of time where there is, you know, a lot of mental challenge and possibly anxieties and um, things we are not certain of, a lot of pressure. So we are much less likely to deal with all of it in a productive manner um, if we are struggling with overeating eating, and we are overweight. That's just truth. And it's not, you know, about shaming someone for not having ideal uh, body weight or putting in weight. No, it's just how our body works. When we are metabolically in a bad shape, when our blood sugar is all over the place, when our cholesterol is all over the place, uh, when we have a lot of inflammation going on, it affects our brain directly. And it doesn't work. Our brain doesn't work that well when our body is sick. Plus, that um, fat that accumulates around our waistline, it accumulates around our internal organs. And this is directly correlated to uh, the years and the healthy years of life that we're going to have. And those are two aspects. You know, when we overeat all the time, energy goes to a stomach, not to our head, and our brain capacity uh, to work on mentally demanding tasks um, is compromised. And then our weight is also directly, our metabolic health is also directly correlated um, with the health of our brain and how well it can work. So all of this matters. And alcohol, guys. I don't talk much about alcohol just because I dr- I don't drink. I have zero alcohol in my life. And most of my clients don't drink that much. So I don't think about that often. But alcohol, it's like number one toxin for your brain. You drink and every time some of the cells in your brain die. And the more you drink, the uh, worse your brain going to work. Um, so guys, don't take that lightly. Drink as little as you possibly can. Um, so these are two aspects, guys. How the way we eat, our eating habits you know, from one perspective, it energy, it goes to your stomach, not to your brain. And another perspective, your metabolic health, it creates inflamed brain, inflamed and shrinking brain. And it works worse and worse and worse, the worse shape you are in. So now to practicality. A lot of you, you know, yesterday we talked about cravings and how we can work on it in a simple way to minimize cravings for unhealthy foods and to increase cravings for foods that are good for us. So we talked about that yesterday. Today today we are talking about another habit, overeating. Because overeating of anything 
of you know obviously foods that are not that great for us but also foods that are okay good for us but still overeating is not a good habit because of energy but then also we are in energy surplus and also our blood sugar is probably higher than it should be in all the other metabolic uh, factors or indicators are not going to be that great if we overeat or on a regular basis. And I used to struggle actually with overeating a lot. I'm still trying to figure out why exactly it started, but it was hard for me uh, till very recent time to stop eating when I was satisfied, when I was no longer hungry, you know, 80% full, harahachibu, I think that's what Japanese say. Uh, it was hard for me. I used to overeat and stuff myself. And even when I switched to uh, healthier foods, I would still feel like I need to stuff myself with nuts or with some other healthy foods, but I needed to overeat. And of course, uh, on that day, my productivity would be affected. And then the next day, I'm not going to be feeling that well because, you know, when you overeat, it just doesn't feel good in the body. But a lot of us, we do have these habits. So let me share with you what helped me to stop overeating and learn how to stop when I'm done, when I'm satisfied, when I'm no longer hungry. And when I'm in that ideal state that I'm energized by the food that I, that I just ate, but I'm not stuffed and I don't feel like I need to lay down and do nothing for a period of time. Right, so what helped me? Very simple tool, actually. At some point, I created this rule for myself that I can eat anything, but I got to slow down. I got to turn up the joy and slow down. What does it mean? It means to, first of all, take time for your meals away from your work, from your laptop, from your uh, smartphone, from reading your email or books or anything. Be present for your meal. It might feel, especially if you are like a productive person, I got to get this done, this, 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 this. you know, you want to get everything done and eat at the same time. Especially if you are that kind of person, uh, it might be hard for you. It was hard for me. Uh, you know, I used to like watch documentaries or something, watch, you know, listen to the podcast. But the thing is, here's this, you know, factor, this principle comes into play again. You cannot mentally process, be processing something, uh, you know, watching something, listening to a podcast, uh, reading something, working on something. You cannot be doing that and effectively digesting your food, paying attention to that. Your brain cannot be analyzing at the same time the foods that are coming, the flavors, the aromas that give the information to your brain about what nutrition is coming in and what to do with that nutrition, what hormones to produce, enzymes to metabolize that food, to break it down, to absorb everything. Like the brain cannot do that and at the same time be engaged in watching and listening and learning and working, right? Realize that, that when you do something mentally and you eat, uh, your digestion, absorption of nutrients, your eating habits going to be compromised already. It's a direct correlation. So you need to be present for your meal. Number one, that's what I did for myself. And like right now, I can't even imagine how I was able to watch and listen and learn and, and study or work and eat. It feels so unnatural for me. And now I can so tell the difference when there is an instance that I like had to 
eat while doing something. I can feel that, you know, in my stomach, it's stuck, it's not digested that well, and then I have cravings and I'm hungry at that day. And it just, I feel that it, it's not really working that well. So anyhow, so take time for your meal. It's going to be difficult if you are a type A personality. But believe me, if you take this experiment for a week, you'll see such a huge difference in your eating habits just because you started eating without any distractions. So take time for your meals. And then the second is slow down. Be engaged in your food and don't just swallow it um, really, really fast. Chew every food, feel the textures, the aromas, uh, chew it till there is this, you know, kind of like porridge uh, of different foods in your mouth and then swallow it. And then also engage in all the senses. Like even if you decide to have something um, like a dessert, right, that might not be the best food, the most nutritious food, but engage your senses. And I like to say these days, tone up the joy, Uh, be present enjoy and savor each bite and you'd be surprised by how much less food you actually need so when i created this rule for myself that i can eat anything but i gotta be present for my meal i cannot be watching listening learning studying and i also gotta eat it slowly my overeating stopped almost overnight because if you I remember those instances, maybe they were yesterday, you know, that instance. When you overeat, you always do it fast. You barely pay attention to what you eat. And you usually, like, watch Netflix or work on something um, or doing something on your laptop. You don't pay attention to your food. And usually the whole eating process is kind of like on the background and you don't pay attention to it. And you don't feel anything. You don't taste anything. And you eat, but you actually don't register it. And then the brain doesn't get all the information because you are mentally busy doing something else. And so the brain doesn't get the best information about the nutrition. And so you're still going to be hungry. And it is much more likely that you're going to stuff yourself, that you're going to overeat, that the signal between your gut and your brain going to be compromised about the nutrient content of your food. And simply, you're not going to be enjoying your food that much. You might not even know what you actually like because all your life you've been eating foods fast and not really paying attention to that. So turn up the joy and slow it down, hold your horses, take time to eat your meal and your overeating problem, quote unquote, might disappear overnight. You just never learned how to eat. You know, you hear all this information about what to eat, carbs, fats, um, I don't know, vegan or uh, carnivore. You hear all these words and they tell you, you know, what to eat, eat this, this, supplement. Uh, but uh, very rarely you hear, like, actually how you eat. It is equally, if not more, important. Because when you eat, it's also a cognitive and mentally demanding task. Your brain needs to analyze what's coming to prepare your digestive enzymes, uh, pancreas to release insulin, right, to be able to deal with sugars. And uh, there are other hormones and 
processes that need to happen to optimally interact with the food and absorb it and digest and break it down uh, and then eliminate stuff that needs to be eliminated. Uh, a lot of things need to happen to digest your meal properly. And also for the brain to satisfy the craving, the wanting, uh, you need to actually engage with your food. You need to smell it, taste it, feel it, uh, and be present for that experience, guys. <clears throat> so that will ultimately transform your eating habits and you will it will be almost impossible for you to overeat. I promise you, if you honestly do this practice, overeating becomes hard, actually. So you you will have to like struggle to overeat instead of struggling to not overeat. And then your eating habits will improve naturally by themselves, and that will um, help you with uh, narrowing your waistline if that's the problem. And that will help you to expand your brain and expand your capacity to be productive, to do mentally demanding tasks for prolonged period of times with focus, with dedication, going through challenging moments. It is all related to the way you eat. And so slow it down, be present for your meal, and tune up the joy. Uh, the more you start liking the process of eating, the less you actually will overeat. Because again, when I work with clients, um, a lot of clients who at first struggle with overeating, they notice they never actually learned how to truly enjoy the food. They were kind of stuffing ourselves. And I used to do the same. Again, still have to figure out what the reason was. But now I don't have this problem, so it's not a priority to figure it out. Um, maybe if it comes back, then I'll have a chance to figure that out. Um, anyhow, guys, so that's it for today. If your productivity is related directly with the way you eat, and the simplest and most natural way to improve the way you eat is to dedicate time to your meals, Schedule it, be present for it. And number two, eat slowly, savor each bite, turn up the joy. And that's it for today, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, guys, we'll be talking about some holiday eating strategies. So you also eat the right stuff, don't overeat, not tempted by things that you don't actually want to eat that much, right? So we'll talk all about holiday eating as I'm talking a lot uh, about with my clients. So that's tomorrow. Uh, share this episode, listen to it again if you need more motivation to change your eating habits and understand why it's so crucial for your productivity to change the way you eat. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And till next time, eat slowly. <laughs>